Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. This week on the podcast, I want to talk to you about the two-thirds you might lose. Now, I know I'm being a little bit mysterious with that title. I'm going to explain what I mean by that in just a moment. But it is very important, and I hope you'll pay attention to this podcast because it reflects a mistake that I've made myself a few times in my copywriting career. And, of course, I don't want you to make the same mistake. But before I get started, I want to shout out a special thank you to all of you who have emailed me with topic suggestions. I've gotten several emails with questions and topic suggestions, and I really do appreciate it. And almost every one of those are going to become uh, topics for future podcasts. So I really appreciate you getting in touch with me. And we're going to, you know, the team at B2B Writing Success and I, we're working together, and we're going to find some way to thank you. I've kept all your emails, so I know how to contact you. And we're going to find some way to thank you for those topic suggestions. We don't know quite how yet, but I promise you we will in, over the next few weeks. So thank you very much. And for those of you who haven't reached out to me with a topic suggestion, I'd love to hear your questions and suggestions for this podcast. Please send me an email. My email address is steve at steveslonwhite.com. And you can reach me right there. So let's get on with this week's podcast, which is the two-thirds you might lose. Now, what I mean by that is the two-thirds of opportunities you might lose if you're not careful. And here's what I mean by this. There is a study that came out recently from a company called Hinge Marketing. Now, Hinge Marketing is a company that specializes in marketing for professional service providers, for people like consultants and lawyers and advisors and designers and copywriters and writers, because you and I are also professional service providers. We provide our writing and copywriting as a professional service. So they did this research on professional service providers, and one of the things they found out is revealing. They found out that almost two-thirds of clients admit that they are not aware of all the services their professional service firm provides. Think about that, for example. Two-thirds of clients are not aware of all the services their professional services firms Um, offer. That means if they're working with a graphic design firm, they may not be aware of all the services that graphic design firm offers. They may not be aware that that design firm whom they've been using for print, uh, sorry, for uh, websites and online communications, they may not be aware that that design firm also does print and logo design and illustration and some of these other services. They may not be aware of that. And the same applies for copywriters. They may not be aware of all the services that you provide. And of course, if a client is not aware of all the services that you provide, then they're going to call someone else for those services. That's what I mean by the two-thirds you might lose. You could be losing up to two-thirds of the opportunities for new business if you're not careful. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking. Hey, I only offer one service. 
I'm a copywriter. I offer business-to-business copywriting services. I don't have to worry about a client not um, understanding or knowing about what I offer. I only offer the one thing. So they're going to know I offer copywriting. Well, I used to think that too. But you know what? It's not entirely true. Let me give you an example. Many years ago, and I remember this like it happened yesterday. It was so impactful uh, to me. Many years ago, I was sitting with a client and we were discussing a new campaign that he wanted me to write. It was a lead generation campaign and he wanted me to write a direct mail letter, uh, some emails, landing page, all the typical promotional stuff that goes around a lead generation campaign. Of course, I was excited to get this new project. And he told me, he said, the offer that they're going to use is a white paper that they're going to use a white paper as the free offer in this lead generation campaign. So I said, that, that's great. Um, you know, I, I can also write that white paper for you. That's wonderful. And I, the look on his face, he seemed very, you know, a little bit embarrassed. And he finally looked at me and said, oh, Steve, I didn't realize that you also wrote white papers. I didn't know that. So we hired another writer for the white paper. In fact, he's well on his way to finishing that white paper. And just like that, I had lost a, probably a four or $5,000 job. I could have got that white paper, but my client didn't know I offered that service. Okay, he just didn't know. He assumed that I just wrote the promotional copy. He didn't realize I could also write uh, that type of content, a white paper. So you could be losing business simply because you have clients and prospects out there who don't know that you're able to do certain things. Uh, for example, I know someone who is a great B2B content writer. She can write articles and blog posts and social media updates and white papers and case studies. She's just a genius at that stuff. But you know something else? She also does content strategy and planning. She goes into a client and she helps them plan their content strategy and schedule it out. So uh, her, their content strategy is continuous and effective. She creates a whole content plan. But if she didn't tell clients she offered that consulting service, they probably would not be aware of it. They would think of her as the writer who writes the content, and they would have no idea that she also does this very valuable content planning and scheduling service. She has to tell her clients that she has those capabilities. If she didn't, she wouldn't get any business in that area. I know someone else who offers a naming service. By naming, I mean he comes up with... Uh, uh, product names and taglines and brand names for new products and things of that nature. Um, but he, if he didn't tell his clients that, they would never know because he offers a lot of other services as well. He has to proactively communicate to his clients and prospects that he has this service that he offers, that he has his capabilities. If he didn't, his clients and prospects would probably go somewhere else for that because they just wouldn't be aware that they could get the service from him. So you need to do the same thing. You need to communicate actively to clients your full capabilities, all the things that you're able to do for them. Otherwise, they might assume that you don't offer that specific service and they may go to some other writer or consultant or service provider to get that service and you've lost out. And you don't want that. So 
How do you make sure that doesn't happen to you? How do you make sure that up to two-thirds of your clients, as the Hinge Marketing uh, Survey revealed, how do you make sure that those two-thirds know your full breadth of services, all the things that you offer, all the things that you can do? Well, let me give you some tips and ideas on how to do that. Number one is obvious, your website. Make sure on your website, under the Services tab, you very clearly communicate all your key services. If you offer a content planning and strategy service, make sure that is listed there in the services section. Otherwise, clients will assume you don't offer it. If you are a, uh, if you focus on writing sales materials for B2B companies, emails and landing pages and ads, but you can also write case studies or you can also write white papers, make sure you list those things on the services page. Again, otherwise, clients may assume you don't handle that type of project. There are some clients out there, in fact, many clients out there, that categorize copywriting projects. There's the sales kind of copywriting projects. There are white papers, which seem to be very specialized. Same with case studies. There is social media content. And they put them in different buckets. And they might assume that you only do projects in one bucket rather than all the other types of buckets, okay? So you can't assume that, that just saying that you offer copywriting service is a catch-all that's gonna cover you for all these different types of projects. It will not. So make sure on your website you communicate all the different types of copywriting and content writing projects and any other type of service that you offer to clients and communicate it very clearly so you don't miss out. So that's number one. Number two, is an approach that I've just begun to use in my own consulting and copywriting business, and I'm recommending it to you, and that is the success story approach. Is that write short success stories and post them on your website, in your email newsletter if you have one, and in other communications to clients. By a short case study, I mean something that's only a paragraph long. It doesn't have to be long at all. And it kind of goes something like this. You can say, um, for XYZ company, we just uh, or we just completed a case study success story uh, that featured their brand new product and the happy customer that uh, benefited from that product. And what we did is we interviewed the client and we wrote this uh, this amazing case study and we coordinated all the approvals and just let the, let let the uh, your your prospects and clients know in that one paragraph success story all the different things you did for that project. That lets them know the full your full capabilities. Otherwise, they may think, yeah, you write case studies, but perhaps you don't do the interview for them, or you don't coordinate approvals, or you don't do these other things. Okay? The thing about a case study is it engages your clients and your prospects' imaginations. They, they get to see the full breadth of what you do. So try that uh, short success story approach. It can work very, very well. And by the way, if you can't get an active client to participate in a success story, you can write it without mentioning their names. You can, you can, uh, you can use a, uh, a, a, a fictional name or something like that. You can say for an automotive uh, client uh, who specializes in automotive components, we did X, Y, Z, and you can just sort of uh, showcase the product without mentioning your client's name. And in most cases, that's perfectly acceptable. So that's tip number two. Tip number three 
is do an occasional updating with your clients and your prospects and let them know of services that you offer that they may not know you offer. Give you an example. You could send out the occasional email to your clients and prospects that says something like this. You could start off by saying, hey, you know, there are some clients that don't realize that I offer case study development and writing services. A lot of clients don't know that, so I'm letting you know that that's the service that I offer. And here's how, here's what happens. And here's how I, here's my process for this service. And here are, are the names of a couple of clients who have already benefited from my services in that area. So occasionally you can send an update to your clients and prospects by email or perhaps as an announcement in your email newsletter, letting them know of services that you offer that they may not realize that you offer. Okay, so that's number three. And finally, number four, always work it into conversations that you have with clients and prospects of services that you offer. For example, a lot of my copywriting clients and consulting clients they don't, they're not aware that I also go on site and I do some training and coaching on copywriting skills with in-house staff. That's something that I do occasionally for, for clients, but they're not aware of that. So whenever I'm talking to clients, I'll often work that into the conversation. I'll say, oh, just last month, I was teaching a couple of marketing people at a client's uh, company, uh, teaching them copywriting skills and blah, blah, blah. And I just sort of work it into the conversation. What invariably happens is uh, my client will say, hey, I didn't know you, you go on site and you coach and train staff in copywriting. We have a couple of people in our marketing department that could benefit from that too. How much do you charge? <laughs> okay, so that's actually, that's actually happened a few times. But clients don't assume that I offer that service. I have to bring up the topic. I have to let them know that I offer that service. So those are the four tips. Uh, shout it out loud and clear on your website. Try that short one-paragraph success story approach. Uh, That's something that I'm trying. I think it's going to work quite well. Uh, Occasionally update your clients with an email of new services that you offer or services that you offer that that you suspect they may not be aware that you offer. And finally... Always be working it into new to conversations you have with clients and prospects, all the different things that you do. Be very proactive about this because you don't want to fall victim to losing business simply because clients who trust you already uh, assume you don't do it and they give the work to someone else. That's a real tragedy. Uh, I have to admit that white paper project I lost many, many years ago still bugs me. <laughs> because I could have done a great job for this client with this white paper and I lost it simply because he didn't know I wrote white papers. Still bugs me. Anyway, so that's this week's uh, B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you found it very helpful. And would you do me a favor, as I mentioned at the beginning, if you have a topic suggestion or a question, send me an email at steve at steveslomwhite.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. So until next week, and on behalf of the team at B2BWritingSuccess.com, I hope you have a great week with your B2B copywriting business, and I will talk to you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.B2BWritingSuccess.com.